what's up guys welcome to another episode of read an mf book podcast i'm your host tatiana l lcsw joined here by my sister tanisha hey guys <laughs> tanisha's a little nervous but we're gonna lock it out we're gonna jump right into it with our film game and we haven't done this in a while i believe the last time we did this for my avid listeners um we did it with margaret and we tried, I think, Black Hollywood or something like that. And it was an epic fail. But um, let's see how me and Tanisha did today. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start off with, oh, okay, let me describe how the game goes. So you say an actor or an actress, and then you have to write after that name a film that they have been in. And, um, for example, if I say Kerry uh, Washington, someone says Save the Last Dance, and then you keep it going from that. Um, and then if you are stumped, then you get a letter, F-I-L-M. For the sake of time or whatever, we are just going to do two letters, F and I. So I'm going to start off with Denzel Washington. Train a day. Out of time. Equalizer. Equalizer two. Man on fire. What's the name of that movie with him and Viola? Uh, Fences. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> um, American Gangster. Malcolm X. Longest Yard. Is that? What is that movie? I have no idea. Well, maybe it's wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know it's like a football movie. Right. That's what I'm trying to refer to. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure if he's in there. Okay. I think well, you got an F. I got an F. Okay. okay. But now you start it off. Um. Let's do Will Smith. My uncle. Big Willie, Big Willie. Men in Black. Men in Black 2. Men in Black 3. <laughs> Fresh Prince? Actually, I don't know if he's Can we do like a series? No. No. It has to be a movie. a movie. I actually don't know if he was in Men in Black 3. Because I'm trying to think. The one that just came out, International. Is that 3 or is that 4? I have no idea. Okay. But I know that he was definitely not in it. Okay. He definitely wasn't in that one, so I think I got a letter F. So, Gabrielle Union. Loving basketball. Omar Epps. Juice. Um, Tupac Shakur. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Poetic justice. Yes, yes, okay. Um... Regina King. Friday. Ice Cube. Are we there yet? Friday. I mean, next Friday. <laughs> Chris Tucker. Money Talks. Rush Hour. Uh, I got an eye. I was thinking, I was trying to think of um, the Jet Li. Is that Jet Li in there? I was getting mixed up. That's in Rush Hour with him. Oh, Jackie Chan. Oh, see. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. My bad, Jackie. All right. So we're going to move right on, guys, into our uh, book of the week. And I would like to talk about Miss Angie Martinez. She has a memoir that came out in 2017 called My Voice. It's a New York Times bestseller. 
And basically, Angie Martinez candidly recounts the story of her rise to become an internationally celebrated hip-hop radio icon. I really enjoyed listening. I did the audio version. Because nowadays, I just got a little lazy and don't actually sit with an actual book. Uh, but that's probably 50-50. Like, 50% of the books I listen to, 50% I actually read. I've always liked Angie Martinez as a radio host. She seems to get people to go there when she interviews with them. Um, she's like good friends with Jay-Z. And she's just been a pioneer in like New York radio for sure. So it was just cool to hear her rise. At New York Hot 97 started out as an intern. And yeah, so it was cool. So if you guys haven't heard of it, she has a memoir. And this came out at the time when she made that controversial move. Because I think she was at Hot 97 for like 20 years. And then moved to Power 105, if you know, it's like where the Breakfast Club and stuff is at. That was considered like their rival radio station. So it was going like the, basically the height of her career. She felt like there was a lot of changes being made at Hot 97. She didn't like how they was moving anymore. And she went to Power 105. And she was considered like a traitor by some people. But, you know, you got to do what's best for you in your career. So that's what you think about Angie Martinez. Um, well, first, I haven't read or listened to the book, so I definitely need to do that. Um, I think she made a power move for herself. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, business is business, and you have to do what you think is best. Um, maybe she wanted personal growth. You, you never know what she was looking for. And if you don't agree with something, you definitely shouldn't stand for it. Yeah. Or with it, so. Go Angie. That part. <laughs> okay, y'all. So moving on to some hot topics. Whoop. Starting off with um, Black Girl Magic. Our girl, Miss Keisha Cole, who y'all love to play and say like she'd be outside concerts with fish plates and fish and grits and all of that. <laughs> or y'all make fun of her singing voice and all of that. But let's give Miss Keisha Cole her flowers and her respect because baby girl got hits. She definitely do. I love Keisha. Yes, yes. And for me, she's just always been that, you know, humble, around the way girl, somebody who you feel like you can sit and, you know, can be a real life best friend down to earth. So I'm very happy with her on her upcoming baby special. Glad to see her back in reality TV with um, BET. Now, on the other hand, Sus is dating a young boy. I think he is... 23. Okay, yes. 23 and Keisha's what? Like 35? 37. Oh, okay. 37. So what do we think about this age difference? Um, I think it's awesome for Keisha, actually. Um, yeah. It's definitely a huge age difference. Everybody will be quick to judge. Like, oh, he young. How about he's legal? <laughs> um, That's all that matters. Keisha, um, if she's happy, I'm happy. Um. I just hope it works. Agree, agree. Nothing like our girl Keisha went through a lot with Mr. Booby. Mm-hmm. And I wanted them to work out for a while, but it seemed like Booby just couldn't get it together. So I'm glad she moved on for her health and her sanity and all of that. And it just so happened she found love in someone who was significantly younger than her. Now, some people, they've been saying, like, oh, he hit the jackpot, you know, but. If you guys look at his Instagram and stuff like that, uh, Nico Kale, N-I-K-O, K-H-A-L-E. He's actually like a talented rapper. 
And I think he has a recording deal. I'm not sure. Well, he's trying to get one, but he's pretty talented in his own right. So I don't think he's someone who's just trying to come up off Keisha. I do wonder how they met, how they ever even crossed paths. But, yeah. And um, so Frankie is going to be on the show along with Keisha's adoptive mom. So I'm hoping that everybody, you know, is on their best behavior, which we know is reality TV, so it might be a little drama here and there, but hopefully not too much. You know, I think Keisha literally is due to give birth any day now. Mm-hmm. So she don't need all that stress, but I'm glad to see Frankie back in the mix. And I think Keisha is an example for people who uh, have parents struggling with addiction. To me, she has um, handled it so gracefully. You never have really seen her like disrespecting her mom or anything like that. She just always like, you know, mom, I hope one day you get it together. Whenever you do, I'm here. I think that's more than probably, I'm sure it probably took like a lot of maturity and growth to get to that point. Because I can imagine she probably grew up with like some anger and resentment towards her mom for not being there because of her addiction. But okay, moving on to baby girl Lori Harvey. So, uh, the streets are saying, y'all, the streets are saying, and there's a few pictures. Miss um, Lori Harvey, Diddy, um, Puffy, uh, Sean Cole, Brother Love, whatever he's calling himself this above. week. Yes. <laughs> um, it appears that they're dating. Now, I, for one, I don't want to believe it. Because, I mean, it's clear that the evidence is right there. I mean, I don't know what, like, they're like, they have like a 30 year age difference between them. But obviously, you know, they're walking around with these matching outfits and stuff. But I believe that they, um, Lori Harvey previously dated uh, Justin Combs, mm-hmm. which y'all know is Diddy's oldest son. And that's just messy. It's very messy if it is, in fact, true. And I just wonder, like, did Diddy come to his son like, hey, bro. uh, (laughs) Hey, bro. (laughs) Hey, son. Right. (laughs) Remember the John you used to date? Uh, Being connected on another level. Like, how do you even. What do you think, sis? I I think it's a horrible um, topic to even touch on. Um, I think Lori definitely needs to get it together because she even has her mom out here trolling on, on Instagram. Like I seen somebody post, um, your daughter's a hoe or something oh, like that. Yeah. And she was like, this is my daughter you're talking about, not your mother. Ooh. Well, how about you check your daughter? Um, she doesn't need to come up in any type of way. So I don't see a reason for her to date Diddy and his yeah. son. So she needs to get in her bag and out out of the Diddy family. <laughs> <laughs> in her bag and out of the Diddy family. Oh my god. But so here's my thing. Like you said, Miss Lori Harvey comes from money. Steve Harvey got money and Miss Marjorie has money as well. Even if her and Mr. Steve Harvey break up, I'm sure she's gonna be well taken care of. So I just don't understand the need for one. I just feel like why would you sign up to be the next Cassie? Right. Like our girl Cassie has departed from that and has blown up, um, baby on the way, engaged, you know, and putting out her music back to back, not letting the f boy hold her back. 
I just don't understand why a young, pretty, beautiful girl like yourself would sign up to be Diddy's arm candy, to be his his trophy, you know. Because to me, that's all that he does for his woman. You know what I mean? He and he did an interview probably like five years ago, saying like basically twenty percent of the time he gonna cheat and he gonna do stuff that you don't like, but eighty percent of the time I'm gonna treat you like blah blah blah, which is BS. You know, you either all or nothing for me. And to add really quick, sis, I think um, it's really important for Lori to just live her young life because yeah. clearly Diddy is broken right now and you don't want to be something that he holds on to for the time being. Yeah. He was so hurt by uh, the passing of Kim Porter. Yeah. And I, I just think he's in a space where he should be maybe alone for a while yeah. and maybe he even needs to date somebody his age yeah. so that they can know what's up because I feel like his current state will just take advantage of a younger girl. Absolutely. It seems like, no shade to Diddy, but it seems like that's his MO. Getting him a young girl and, you know, people like to be like, like it's so innocent, but it's not. When there's a significant age difference, I don't care how quote unquote mature that young person is, you have a great advantage over them because you're just in two different mind frames two different mindsets you have you lived your life like let this young girl live her life so i don't agree with people calling her a hoe i mean if she dated a son and a father okay you know that's a little like what's going on sis right but beyond that date like you you're supposed to have options you're supposed to be dating one guy this month he ain't acting right cut him off no problem now I'm moving on. I'm not going to sit at home heartbroken over you. I'm going out on a date with the next guy. Right. That's Dating it. has nothing to do with your quote unquote sex life yes. or how you're carrying yourself. Yeah. It just indicates that it didn't work out and you on to the next. That's period. It. Period. <laughs> now, one thing that, what do you think about this is, because a lot of people were posting like, um, basically, so if you guys have, if you're on social media or whatever, there's this competition, right, between us, the city boys and the city girls, uh, the hot boys and the hot girls, right? So basically, when these pictures came out, people were like, oh, 1,000 points to the city girls, you know, or, you know, Lori just won the whole uh, the summer, whatever. And they had, um, you know, Stephen A. Smith, the sports newscaster or whatever. Mm -hmm. They had this, so like a picture of her and it was referring to Lori and it was, like a clip of him saying, my God, she's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Like she's killing it on the court or whatever. And okay. Like again, the dating and being able to move on to the next, no problem. Yes. Kudos to you, sis. But a son and a father, sis, where do we draw the line? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly there. So. Where, where do we draw the line, sis? Um... I mean, you should never even go there with friends. So yeah. let alone a father and a son. I yeah. think that's a little bit um, too much. Yes. But if it's working for her, uh, maybe I shouldn't judge. I don't know. I just feel like, one, we got to consider Justin and all of this. He threw a little shade when it came out that her and Trey were dating. Right. So I just can't imagine how he deals with him dating his father, with her dating his father or whatever. If, in fact, they are dating, which it does appear that they are. But well, they're keeping each other a little too much company anyway. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> in, in any event, even if they ain't dating, why is y'all dressed alike, you know, being photoed together or whatever? You know that the haps or whatever, people going to talk as soon as the pictures come out. Exactly. And this kind of goes into um, 
it's almost like it's too close for comfort with the father and the son. And we didn't even discuss this prior to, but we got Miss April Jones, who is supposedly dating Lil Fizz, right? And she is the mother of two of Omarion's children, which she only got two. So, so that is just two band members, right? But they're not friends. I guess they were friends back in the day. They don't speak like that, whatever. Business is business. So that was already too close for comfort. Now you're talking about in the same family. Right. Too much. I personally wouldn't do it. Don't advise it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's tough because, of course, as women, we are always going to be judged more harshly than men for what we do and who we date, etc. But see, these are just the facts of life. It wouldn't look good for a guy doing it either, dating a mom and a daughter, you know. He would get more leeway. People wouldn't be talking about it as much. But, right. But, yeah. Anywho, okay. Praying for everybody involved. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> bless him. Okay, so moving on. Black Boy Joy. On to our boy Breezy. You know, Breezy got some flat, I think, a few weeks ago when we talked about his lyric for Only Date Black Girls with the Good Hair, whatever. But we on to some joy. So... I didn't watch the full video, but um, Chris Brown and Drake have a new song out, guys, called uh, No Guidance. And if you haven't seen the video, you should watch it. Uh, I, in particular, saw a clip of Chris Brown and Drake doing, like, a dance battle. Hilarious. That's the same clip i seen. Yes. Um, it was definitely hilarious because Drake was basically mimicking Chris Brown, mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to... Do those moves, and Chris Brown was just standing there with the little straight face, like, really do. Yes. <laughs> I love that they have overcome their beef from the past, and they're just making good music together and having fun. And Drake, to me, has always been funny or whatever. And uh, this just gave me even more reason to be a Drake groupie, in all honesty. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's all. Check out that video if you want to see a little black boy joy. Good to see you too, guys. Just making some good music together, having fun. We're moving on to our film and TV section. Yeah. So she want to introduce that for us? Yes. Um, we're gonna be talking about Girls Trip with Look Him. Um, if you all watch it, you you may have seen Maya. Um, who else is on there? Chili. Chili. Uh, B. B. Simone. Um, feels like Kim's friends. Right. Some other people that we probably don't know now, but Mm -hmm. we will know, um, through watching this. What do you think about that show? Um, I think it's great. One is basically seemed like they got paid to take a a girl's trip and, you know, have some camera following them around, which is great. Get a little kind of break from work. They're still working, but not really because they they film in a reality show. However, um, you on this like nice ass yacht. Like if you all watch the show, the amenities look amazing. And apparently, this is how Lil Kim does things. <laughs> she was like, um, what is that thing called? With the jetpack. She got in the jetpack with the heels in the water, walking along the beach in her heels. So it looks like they're having some fun. My thing, everybody so far is like a breath of fresh air. I was very happy for Pretty V and um, V Simone. Just watching their rise and come up from Instagram. Comedians, per se. 
but they also do like um, acting and they're on Wildin' Now. I think B Simone raps, mm-hmm. Pretty B raps. So it's cool to see that. Um, my issue is Miss Chili, Miss Rosanda Chili Thomas. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know why Chili's on the show. Because Chili don't want to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Chili is Christian, so am I. However, comma. Chili don't believe in drinking. Chili don't, you know, Chili seem like she don't, Chili don't believe in having fun, basically. And that's what I got from it, too. Um, the image that Chili gives us through, like, TLC, um, she's kind of like a sex symbol, in a sense, to a lot of men. But once you talk to Chili, <laughs> look at her on this show, it's a completely different person. It's like, it's not chilly that we see on those pictures, period. Yeah. Um, I think they went out one night. It looked like she had on a church dress. <laughs> um, this was the episode when Maya performed. Okay. And they were happy that she finally loosened up a bit when she was dancing. But this was in a church dress, so. And if you guys have seen Chili's like dating reality show in the past, you know that this is how Chili is. But it's like, girl. I don't know why Lil' Kim picked her, honestly. But I guess you got to have different, you know, personalities or whatever. For example, they took body shots off these guys off the beach. And we know Chili doesn't drink, so Chili asked for water in her shot glass. Okay, cool. But then she got down with the straw into her shot glass. So instead of her having a little fun and picking up the shot glass with her mouth on the guy's chest area or whatever, she got down there with the straw. It's just like, ma'am, ma'am. Like, you might as well not even have done it. Like, you could have stayed home, sis. All right. But anyway, that's my only critique of the show. But it looks like a fun time. I would love to be on the boat with him. Cause I would be turning up, drinking all of Chili's liquor that she doesn't want. <laughs> <laughs> and you can share a little bit of that for me. Yeah. With me. Um, Another thing that I thought was kind of interesting was Maya. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently Maya doesn't mingle with ladies as much. Um, everybody kind of see her as being shy, mm-hmm. um, reserved, but she doesn't seem like reserved, like chilly reserved. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's still cool, but maybe she don't devote, devote as much time to like kicking it with the ladies. Mm-hmm. But, um, I just so love Maya. She could do no wrong to me. Yeah. It's good to see. Um, for all you wondering, where's Maya been? She's sister's doing her thing independently. So independent from record labels and things like that. She's still on her grind. And uh, she's got her own record label. I think it's called Planet 7. And that's what she's been putting out music under for the last however many years since you guys heard My Lover's Like Whoa and her song with Cisco and all the other stuff. But it's good to see. Uh, I, for one, am a very nostalgic person. So... Seeing all of our like superstars from when we was growing up together on the show is like everything to me. Being able to feel like they're a little more accessible or, you know, get a little view into what our celebrities are like or whatever. What they are like behind the, well, not behind the cameras, because the camera's there. But behind the, <laughs> behind the music, right? Right. Yeah. I think it's great, too, because like now nowadays, like every artist that's current, we're seeing everything. We know they like, they on IG, they on, you yeah. know, they have everything. But back then, 
there wasn't like oh, as yeah. many platforms. Yeah. And we really didn't know. You only learned about them artists. like from interviews. Exactly. In so you only get exactly what they wanted to give you. Yep. Now we get to look at people's IGs and kind of like. Yeah. Gather what we want to gather based upon that information. Yeah. It's still what they want to give us because we choose what we post or True. whatnot. However, because of the culture of society, it's normal for, like, if you want to be involved with your audience and all of that, for them to be on there daily. So, for example, if Cardi's on there going off on live <laughs> about whatever her latest, you know, issue is, things like that, that you wouldn't typically see, you know what I mean, back right. in the day, she'd probably just go off at home with her family and friends, but now it's uploaded right away on the internet. And she might regret it later and want to take it down. But, you know, once it's on the Internet, it's there forever. And I feel like they have more freedom to do things like that. Back in the day, I think it was all about image, image, image. Now um, they allowed to be themselves, which I think is definitely dope. Because if we can think back on even like childhood stars, it's kind of like crazy or don't. I don't want to say crazy, but a lot of people be dealing with mental illness and all that type of stuff. And I feel like maybe the artists today won't have to deal with that as much since they're able to express themselves. Very true. Very true. Speaking of image, and since being around of like Maya and Chili, I feel like Brandy and Maya came up at the same time. And Brandy was somebody who really suffered from trying to portray a certain image because of what her management and all of that was telling her to do. So sis had a whole baby and faked a whole marriage because basically she didn't want to be seen as an unwed mother. And that was crazy. And when that finally came out, that was like, what? You were never married? But I mean, I wasn't surprised because I'm like, she was the quintessential good girl, right? Right. And so, of course, they want to keep that image. And I guess they just thought that I don't know if they thought she would lose a lot of fans or what. I mean, I would have been still rocking with us. Like, okay, that makes you more relatable. Right. That's any other girl. Not any other girl, but, you know, it's not out of the norm for you to have a kid and not be married or whatever. So I'm glad, like you said, that now they have the opportunity to be more of themselves and not really have to portray an image. And hopefully they feel less pressure to portray an image because of the accessibility that social media gives them with their fans and everything. Yes. Yeah. Okay, moving on to our final section, guys, with our career corner. Woo! <laughs> this is all about Miss Tanisha. Tanisha, what do you do every day? What is your nine to five? My nine to five is accounting. I'm an accountant. Um, I love it. Um, it definitely keeps me busy, and I'm that type of person. If I'm going to work, I want to work until I leave mm. because I don't want to sit there and feel bored to death and look at the clock like, when is the time to go? When is the time to go? I'm busy all day, and day goes by fast. Um you know, doing my number thing. Who do you um like handle accounts for? Um, well, my company is ta- tailored to seniors, so um, our seniors rent 
at our property. Okay. So basically, um, I'm doing AR for them okay. and um, What's AR. Six? I'm sorry, y'all. Accounts rece um accounts oh, receivable okay. gotcha. for them, and then we also have a lot of vendors that we do things with. So we're doing accounts payable um, with those vendors, and um, it's not boring. <laughs> A lot of people think it's just you sitting in your office, it's crunching numbers, but there is variety, um, analysis and things that'll keep you, you know. How going. did you become interested in accounting? How did you know, like, you know what, I think I want to be an accountant? Um, well, first, I went to Lane Tech. Yay, Lane Tech. Um, and they offered accounting courses. Oh. So I've always been um, good at math, into math, and I thought it was a good idea to try it. And it was due to my 7th and 8th grade teacher. She was getting an accounting degree while teaching. And she gave us a little background in accounting. So I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. And I took accounting courses for three years at Lane Tech. So from there, I always knew what I wanted to do, and I just pursued it. So, you know, a lot of people go to college, and they don't know what they want to do, but I was one of those lucky people. I wouldn't mm -hmm. even say lucky, because just because you don't know what you, if you don't know what you want to do, that doesn't mean, you know, it's an issue yeah. <laughs> or anything, but I went in knowing exactly what I wanted, and I feel like I was motivated throughout college because I know why I was there and I'm trying to get what I came for. Mm. And it happened like that. Now you've been in accounting for how long? I've been like five years? Yes, I would say five years. But actually, while I was in college, um, my sophomore year, I started working full time as an AR representative. Again, AR accounts uh, receivable. Um, and that gave me a lot of necessary experience that I needed. So like after college, it wasn't an issue finding a job since I already had that experience. Now, if you were not an accountant, what would you be? Um, <laughs> I really don't know. Um, if I wasn't an accountant, I really believe that I would, um, be an entrepreneur um, which I still hope to do while I'm in accounting, but I really don't see another career path that I'll really be extremely satisfied with. Mm. Um, I'm more business minded, so it'll be something in the business world. I just don't know exactly what, um, I'm open to new opportunities all the time because I found out like there's a lot of jobs where we may not be familiar with the titles or yeah. exactly what it is, but you just got to kind of work and see, you know, what opportunities are available and run with them. Yeah. Now, let me tell you something about sis. Sis can slay some hair. So, have you ever thought about, I know you probably don't want to be like a hairstylist full time, but you be doing your own hair. Not lately, right? But you will slay a wig. You pretty much anything, right? Right, definitely. <laughs> so have you ever thought about like um just recording that process and making like a YouTube channel? You know, I have thought about that and um I go back and forth with it all the time and it's because at this point it's strictly a hobby to me. Yeah. Um 
I don't want to do things based upon a timing. I want to be on my own time. So yeah, maybe I could do a YouTube. Um, but I know after a while, your followers are like, okay, sis, what's up with the next video? Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to be tied to that. Okay. But um, I definitely love doing it in my spare time. It's like therapy to me. Mm. <laughs> okay. And I used to... um braid a lot actually when i was a lot younger oh yeah it how was so you, fun to me how did because sis used to slay my hair okay from a young age of what oh my god i started hair yeah i started at 10 and i was in the game making my little money <laughs> <laughs> yes i was coming to, hair, to school with my hair slayed and people's like who did your hair i'm like girl my god sister young as heck now how did you get into um doing hair you just watch your mom or? Yeah, so my mom will always braid my hair. Um, my aunt will always braid my cousin's hair. Like everybody knew how to braid hair. So I actually started kind of playing around with it at eight. Mm. Um, my mom will let me even try on her hair. So mm. I started doing crochets, braids. Um, she got me a mannequin. So mm. from there, I just continue to experiment and even my little friends will let me do their hair and I think it was a come up for them and their mamas because <laughs> like oh, okay your little friend doing your hair uh-huh. she decent too so go ahead <laughs> so that was a lot of practice yes yes I remember um this one time you did my hair you remember the like uh roll braids yeah you did those one time uh one of my friends at uh school this was in high school was like girl who did your hair I told my god sister they was like um well they was like girl whoever did your hair love you because uh the parts and everything was so neat and it was just perfect <laughs> but yeah so i think you should think about that in the future because i just feel like well i get what you're saying about the pressure for like new content right if you ain't uploading regularly like girl when the next video coming out etc but um so what else does Tanisha do for self-care? For self-care, Tanisha, well, guys, I am a mom of two yes, and a wife. So um, I devote a lot of my time to my family when I'm not working. Um, so for self-care, I actually try to get out and enjoy things at times because I kind of get wrapped up in my daily life a lot. But um, I still like to go out on the weekends. I like to try different places and just kind of have that balance. So I won't feel like, okay, it's just work, um, me taking care of my family. Um, actually, I'm happy I'm on this podcast because I feel like I need to get back to reading a little more. Mm-hmm. But it's just basically hanging out, um, trying to feel whole. Mm, I like that. Yes. And on that note, I think this podcast is whole. <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Read the MF Book Podcast. Nisha, how did you enjoy yourself? I really enjoyed myself. I really want to come back, guys. <laughs> Not much to be nervous about, right? Not really. It's yes. just a regular conversation being yes. recorded. Yes, yes. Okay, guys. Until next time, Read the MF Book.